0: And finally, a woman in Brooklyn has been cooking stew for 40 days straight. She's been eating it as well, but she's been topping it up and never quite emptying the crock pot all the way. She got the idea from Wikipedia as a perpetual stew. Apparently, that was a well-known peasant dish in medieval Europe. I also just thought the idea of perpetual stew was very charming. And I figured, you know what, it's a very hot summer, but why not? Ugh. Yeah, I'm not totally convinced. (laughs) If you're thinking of trying it yourself, just remember that medieval peasants didn't have to worry about power bills.
1: International Correspondence with NZI Insurance. Peace of mind for New Zealand business.
0: And Australia correspondent Murray Olds is with us now. Hi, Murray. They also died
1: after short British <laughs> lives last time I checked. Do you know, I think um
0: I don't know if you're a Chef's Table fan, knowing you are a sophisticated culinary kind of kind of man, I know a man of the world, Murray, but um but I'm pretty sure there's a chef's table episode on Netflix that follows a Mexican chef who makes a Mexican mole in which they do the same thing. They use oh, the same really? molly, they use it every day, you know, the sauce, the really rich sauce with all the different ingredients, and then he just adds a few new ingredients every day and kind of tops it up. So, maybe Not for it's, me, Jack. No. I like to
1: clean the pot from time to time. Yeah. Mate.
0: <laughs> just yeah. saying. They invented dishwashers for a reason. I'm with you. <laughs> hey, um, big story of the day, massive story over here, of course, but it is day one of the FIFA Women's World Cup.
1: Oh, and boy, we're frothing on it over here. Um, tonight, of course, the tournament kicking off as far as Australia is concerned. The Matildas Playing the Irish, they call them the Green Girls in Ireland, and they had to move it to the Olympic Stadium. That's how, and it's a sellout. There's damn near 80,000 seats have been oh. sold for the night's opening match. Um, absolutely it's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Uh, people are really uh, getting uh, into it, and I'll tell you who else is there have been 4,000 Irish people from Ireland who have flown down here for this tournament. You've already got um, thirty thousand Irish-born people living in New South Wales, and three quarters of a million Australians have got Irish ancestors. Yeah. no wonder the joint is jumping. Uh, and in fact, there's one soccer tragic. I just forget her name now. She's uh, never started running until April, but she's a soccer nut. Mm. She's, uh, she, I think she played fullback, so she didn't actually, you know, do a lot of running. But she's started dribbling a football, soccer ball this morning on the Gold Coast. Mm -hmm. And she plans to come right down the East Coast, about almost 850, 900 kilometres, dribbling a soccer ball. Talk about a dribbler. And she's going to arrive in the Olympic Stadium in time for the grand final. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's amazing. Hey, new information about the Commonwealth Games makes Premier Dan Andrews look even worse.
1: Well, surprise, I mean, this guy's a rat with a gold tooth and he's blatantly spinning why Victoria agreed to host the 2026 Commonwealth Games anyway. Uh, The Murdoch newspaper empire over here uh, is reporting today that a secret state delegation from Victoria went to London. This is back in December, Christmas 2021, to put in a bid for the Games. Insiders say they went looking far from the scenario that Andrews, uh, put forward that, you know, Victoria stepped in to help the organisation out. He's in ever-deepening trouble, refusing to detail how the costs have blown out, according to him, from $2.6 billion to $7 billion. He says the report's not ready on that yet. Also not commenting on reports his government could be up for as much as a quarter of a billion dollars in compensation. Yeah. The other thing to consider, the poor buggers in Victoria are, have already paid out hundreds of millions of dollars for nothing because the games aren't coming. So, all of a sudden, this this guy, this spiv, Dan Andrews, uh, is looking like the emperor with absolutely no clothes. He hasn't even got a jock strap. He's absolutely exposed <laughs> as a fraud.
0: Uh, and, hey, yeah, we just mentioned it in the world. Wise, as a top public servant's been suspended over the robo-debt scandal?
1: That's right. Yeah, look, very well-credentialed woman, Catherine Campbell, uh, and she's being described over here as the first casualty of the RoboDebt Royal Commission. Uh, Ms. Campbell, of course, um, was a brigadier brigadier general uh, in the Army Reserve and, in fact, served for six months in uh, Afghanistan or Iraq. I just forget now. My memory isn't that good anymore. But she served overseas as number two, the second in command. It must have been Iraq, I think, from memory Mm -hmm. now, uh, in charge of the Australian deployment there. So uh, a very well-regarded public servant until now, career public servant. Yeah. Uh, And basically, she's been um, suspended now from the job that the Labor government of Anthony Albanese gave her. She was uh, in charge of the Department of Human Services when this dreadful robo-debt scheme was rolled out, did nothing when the illegality was known, and she was moved quietly last year into a a $900,000-a-year sinecure um, looking after nuclear submarines, the AUKUS Pact. Uh, And um, now she's been suspended Without pay, hmm. uh, while um, the, the government has another look at, uh, at her future, so it's a big story, a very big story, in fact, over here. Yeah. on the back of that royal commission.
0: Yeah, I bet it is. Hey, thank you so much, Murray. You take care. Got on you, Jack. That's Australia correspondent Murray Olds. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeart Radio.